Hi, and thanks for tuning in to My Adventures at Home Brewing. I'm Dan Matthews, and come along with me as we talk about things for new home brewers, from gadgets to how we got started to, I don't know, all the mistakes we make along the way. So come along for the ride and have a beer or two along the way. looking for that yeast that can help you attain the best beer possible that you're looking for escarpment laboratories escarpment laboratories are located in guelph ontario and make some of the finest yeasts in canada if you want to make the beer that you want and have consistent results all the time you need to check out escarpment laboratories Brew Donkey Tours are back. We closed our doors for the health of our community, but now with new safety protocols, we're getting ready to open the barn doors. Starting July 24th, the donkey rides again. Every ticket includes ample samples, behind the scenes tours, and a healthy dose of learning. Support local breweries and tourism with a brewery tour by bus. Get your tickets before they sell out at brewdonkey.ca. Brew Donkey, brew tours that kick ass. Hey guys, Dan here. Have you ever had a problem getting your glass or plastic fermenter clean? Well, I've just been introduced to something that's brand new. Uh, it's called Scrubber Duckies. It's a magnetic scrubber meant for glass or plastic fermenters. All you do is you drop this down inside your fermenter, use the handle, and scrub through the crud that's left over from the crucin. I've seen a lot of things, but this is, seems to be one of the neatest and coolest things out there right now. If you're having a problem getting your plastic or glass fermenter clean, this is something to use. Scrubber duckies. Hey everybody, Dan here once more for our time for Adventures in Home Brewing. Thanks again for joining me today. So this week we're going to be doing a bit of a product review. I'm going to be talking about two things that I've used, uh, the tilt hydrometer and the Play-Doh hydrometer slash airlock. So, uh, Kick around for a beer or two along the way, and uh, we'll see you in a couple of secs. Hey, everybody. So here we go again. So uh, I need to say thank you to uh, Sean for being on the show last week. Great guy. Really appreciate all his time. And but again, if you get a chance to go out to Canada to uh, check out his brewery, Small Pony Barrel Works, please do. It is some of the best sour beer uh, you'll have here in Canada. And I swear it's fantastic. Uh, so uh, let's get into it. We're going to be talking about two uh, little uh, gadgets that I have and have used. And I admit I am a bit of a gadget geek. Um, technology has been one of those things that uh, I find has been uh, changing the way home brewers uh, do things. And it's almost on par with what uh, you almost see at a commercial brewery. I mean, they have all the the uh, the control panels where you can adjust your temperatures and everything else, your pumps and all that. I get it. We won't, unless you actually have like a full on like spike system or SS Brutex system or whatever, where you have all the pumps and everything else, you're going to have something like that. That's great. And you'll probably have a glycol chiller and you'll have a bright tank and whatnot. But if you're like me and you have, say, a, uh, a uh, Keglen Firmzilla conical or a carboy or a plastic bucket, you'll have an airlock. And your airlock will go in and you will watch the bubbles and you're going to 
make sure no air gets in and everything else. And then you're going to do your hydrometer test before you start. You're going to do your hydrometer test when you're done. So you know what your gravity is and you know what your alcohol content is going to be fantastic. So here's where things get kind of fun. Um, when I first started back into doing beer, uh, I went and did a little bit of digging and everything else. And I found the tilt hydrometer and I found the Plato airlock and I wasn't sure which one to get. So I was looking at which one would be easier to use. To be honest, they're both pretty easy to use, but they both have their parts that aren't necessarily the most user-friendly. Um, I'm going to start with the Play-Doh airlock first, mainly because that was the one I bought first. And I got it really excited, uh, and I followed everything that needed to be done, uh, setting it up, and I couldn't figure out why it wasn't hooking up to, one, uh, my internet service, because it's Wi-Fi, so I wanted to hook it into the internet so I could use their app and monitor my beer from no matter where I am in the world, which is actually really, really cool. The only part that I had an issue with was that um, when it comes time to integrate it with the software I use, it was a pain. It was a pain. It was a pain and a pain. And so was trying to get it to connect to the internet. But we'll come back to that. Let's talk about what the Play-Doh airlock is. It is a hydrometer uh, airlock. Uh, it's not the kind where it actually floats inside of your beer like the tilt does. It actually takes the reading of the CO2 gas that's inside of your vessel. By doing that, it can also read your temperature. It can read your gravity and give you a rough idea of what your alcohol content is going to be, which I think is pretty cool if you can get that off of a CO2 reading. It is very easy to use. It's it's a straight up airlock. So you you put in a in a, in a in a bung, you fill it up to the line is with water, like they say. You cap it, put it on, and you're good to go. It'll work with your app. But like I said, the thing is, is it's not the easiest thing to hook up to the internet. Even when you're following all the directions, and you put in your your router information, the password. Nine times out of 10, it's not going to work, which is unusual. But when it does get in there and it starts working, it's fantastic. Um, the only other part that I had a problem with is trying to get it to work with, uh, I use Brewer's Friend. Hey guys, uh, uh, for my brewing software. And the, if you look at the app, there's something called a webhook. So you got to go to the actual integrations part, take out the URL they have, type it into the webhook and hope that it syncs up. So then every time that you go to do a new beer, you have to stop it, brew new and so forth and so on, which gets to be a little tedious at one point. The only other issue that I've had with this airlock is that um, I've gone through two of them. So my first one decided to crap out after a couple of uh, a couple of uses, and I I plugged it in. I take care of it. I reset it. Everything, the whole nine yards. And as soon as I plug it in, it would light up because it's got a, it's power based off of uh, uh, an outlet. And I don't know. It uh, it decided it wasn't going to work. It light up. 
crap out. Light up, crap out. So I had to send videos of what I was going on with to the guys at Plato over in Europe, because that's where it came from. And the response time was pretty good. Uh, it seemed, though, a little bit that they weren't sure what, what I was saying, uh, even though I was telling you it was crapping out. That's why I had to send uh, videos. And they're like, yeah, looks like you have a defective device. Uh, we'll send you a new one. Okay. I got the new one. New one was great. Worked fine. No problem. Got everything hooked up. Tickety-boo. I actually went and made a very high-gravity beer. And same thing, follow all the directions, made sure everything was good to go. Everything was all hooked up, synced up, ready to roll. But it couldn't keep up with the fermentation level. At one point, it was reading almost five to 600 bubbles per minute. Because that's how it counts uh, um, its activity, is how, how active it is. is it counts the bubbles coming through the, through the airlock. Um, and I don't know. It got rolling and rolling and rolling to the point where I had to top up the water again to make sure no air got in through the airlock. And I came back the next morning after 24 hours and I had left the airlock on, made sure there was water in it. It's, and it looked like it was done. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But I looked at the top of it because the top of it actually comes off. It's like a, like, um, kind of like a, uh, prescription bottle cap. You turn it, it comes off, put it back in, push down, turn it locks in the plastic top was cracked and i couldn't believe it i guess things got so crazy during the fermentation it actually cracked the lid so here i am thinking well if it got cracked there's still water in there but what are the chances that maybe something else really didn't work that well somewhere and air got into my beer well I bottled the beer, it carbonated, and it's not bad, but it's definitely not great. So the question is, did it get oxidized? I think it did. I've seen lots of people using these things and they love them. And I can understand why, but I don't think they're meant for high gravity beers. I don't think it's meant for a 9% or 8 eight or 9% beer like I did, uh, just due to the fact of the aggressiveness of the uh, of the yeast I use. Uh, Escarpment Labs, guys, you make some fantastic yeasts. Can't believe your yeast broke my airlock. Don't worry about it. I'm not upset. I just think your products are really amazing. Um, as for the guys at Plato, this is not against you guys. I think your product for people is great. Um, but I think there's definitely some improvements that can be made. I think maybe, uh, you could use a different, uh, different material. I don't, if people are buying a gadget like this and it's, it's not cheap, it was like $135, uh, uh, American. And I think you could use a little bit better, uh, quality of, uh, materials when you build it, especially if it's, I bet you anything, if you build it out of, say, like a, like a plexiglass or even maybe part of it is actual glass, I think it would last a lot longer, be easier to take care of. And I think you, maybe if it was like rechargeable in a sense, instead of having to rely on having it plugged into a wall and have wires where they can get tripped on, bent, connections can be broken, would go a lot longer. Overall, on this type of device, what would I, what kind of a rating I would give it? 
I would give it a solid 7 out of 10. Just to the fact that, one, as a gadget geek, it's pretty cool. Two, in the sense that it's very easily used, very straightforward how to set it up. And three, eh, you know, if you really want something to, to keep monitor your beer, if you're not sure, and you want that hydrometer reading all the time, definitely. This is very easy to use. The downside to it, it, it breaks easy. Uh, it takes a while from for the guys at it, Plato, to get back to you. Uh, there's a lot of uh, proving that when things go wrong, uh, you have to make sure that everything's hooked up to the internet. You have to make sure the connections are all good. You got to make sure it's plugged in. So I don't know. Maybe it's not as quite as seven as I thought, but I'm still going to stick with it. So now we're going to go into something else I use. I use a tilt hydrometer now. And for the easy use, <laughs> it couldn't be simpler. All you do is you take this thing out of its uh, container when it comes, drop it in your beer, and it floats. And you are getting an instant hydrometer slash temperature reading. It is absolutely amazing. And uh, if you have an old iPod or old uh, iPhone or iPad, you can use this with the app and it'll monitor your beer. All you gotta do is come down, open up the app and it'll tell you what it is right there. Um, for ease of setting it up, um, for quick and, e quick and easy use right out of the box, absolutely. Uh, when you wanna start having it integrated with your software and, and whatnot, um, it is a bit of bit of doing. There's a lot of reading. There's a lot of making sure th certain things are in certain places. Uh, if you want it to to use Wi-Fi, because it is slowly Bluetooth, uh, there you have to download a uh, Raspberry Pi integration, and then you gotta make sure that uh, there's a part that goes onto go onto your Android device if that's what you're using. And there, then there's like a, a whole lot you have to do. For iPhone, uh, it is an app. Uh, there's no way to use doing it to to the Wi-Fi with for iPhone. Um, I've I read not only from Brewer's friend, but a few, a few other places that iPhone does not do the uh, Wi-Fi Raspberry Pi thing. And to be honest, I'm not actually sure what Raspberry Pi is. So if anyone knows what that is, please let me know. I'm still learning about stuff. Um, and it is confusing when it comes to setting it up. There's so many URL links. There's so much logging. And there's a whole plethora of, of things that it does. It can uh, upload every 15 minutes. It can go to uh, the cloud. It can go to uh, Google Sheets. It'll give you uh, a... It'll give you an Excel spreadsheet. Uh, you name it. It, it. it can do all that. But it is so much data that I'd rather it go straight into Brewer's Friend. There is a URL that I have to take from Brewer's Friend, put it inside of the app of the device that I'm using for it to go straight up in, and feed into the data into Brewer's Friend. And then, then there's a, a whole lot of other stuff. So hang on. I'm going to open up the app so I, I can tell you what I'm talking about. So here's the app. It's going to be looking for a whole bunch of stuff. So now 
uh, it's going to ask for things like uh, URL, the beer name. Uh, there's, oh my goodness. I've lost track. Oh, well, I can say this. It is a very straightforward, out of the box, drop it in, use it right away type device. I don't know how it interacts with uh, other softwares. I'm not sure. I can only speak for uh, Brewer's Friend. Uh, it tells you to choose the color of the tilt that, you, that you've bought. And, and I can understand why, because if you want more than one tilt, it has to be more than one color because they're all color coded um, and go from there. The cool thing about um, the floating hydrometer or the tilt is that it's uh, lithium ion, I believe, uh, battery. And so it just you just drop it in. It's all in case. It's sealed and you drop it in and away you go. The downside is, is that we all know batteries die. So when it comes time, you've got to actually open the, the casing, make sure you don't bend or pinch the uh, the gasket though, which makes it water uh, water uh, tight or airtight. And then you gotta remove that battery, cap it, away you go. The only other downside is that it's Bluetooth. So unlike the uh, Play-Doh airlock, uh, Play-Doh, it's hooked into the internet and away you go, Wi-Fi, you access to it no matter where you are. With Bluetooth, you have to be in range of the device. We all know that. I kind of wish it was a little bit like the uh, the Play-Doh airlock where it was Wi-Fi enabled and that all you, you when you drop it in, you have to hook it up to your router or your internet service that you have at your house and it feeds automatically into the app that way. And then it could be anywhere you want and use it. I'm hoping, and uh, I haven't really looked into this, but I'm pretty sure developers are looking into this, knowing my luck after I open my mouth, um, that uh, they're looking at how to make things a little bit more user-friendly for Apple users. I am, I am an Apple user, and I like uh, my Apple products. Um, I'm hoping that eventually that they will integrate things more for that app because there's a lot that could be done to it. Just for ease of use i mean instead of always having to enter in all the urls every time whatever else uh it would be easier just to have it one time and away you roll so let's see what would i say the plato airlock not plato but the tilt airlock would be out of 10. i'd probably give it a solid eight and a half nine just for the fact that it's ready to roll right out of the box all you have to do is sanitize it and drop it in um, and I, I'm not sure, guys. I mean, a lot of people tend to feel that airlocks are just straightforward. Just do it the old school. Take your hydrometer and all that. I'm, I'm going to admit to you right now, I have a hard time reading a hydrometer. I mean, I know what rough ideas are, but um, it's hard when you're when you see a little bit of technology that can possibly make your life a little easier to not look at getting it, to not going forward and purchasing it. Uh, and I think that everyone, if you're looking at doing something like I did by buying one of these uh, devices, one of these digital hydrometers slash airlocks, um, you need to do your due diligence and do your do your um, research on what actually fits best for you. 
with what I do here at my home brewery, uh, I feel the tilt hydrometer is better suited for what I do. Uh, all I got it because I'm also going to be doing a lot of pressure fermentation. So everything's closed. I don't need an airlock anymore. Um, so the tilt is right up what I need and go from there. Um, if I wasn't doing pressure fermentation, I, I got a feeling just a regular airlock would be fine. Um, Play-Doh is great. Uh, they have a, a valve where you can get it where it prevents suck back. Uh, so nothing gets, gets in or out uh, that's not supposed to. And it's great. But for the price, I've got a feeling the tilt is... Uh, is better suited uh one it's they're about the same price they're both about 135 dollars american so about 165 dollars here in canada and i feel that just the easy use uh the idea that uh all i gotta do is just drop it in it's already taking readings is so much better than having to go in name it assign it uh, make sure the web hook is hooked up, is done right. Make sure you're hooked up to the internet right away. Um, in that sense, um, Tilt has the Play-Doh beat hands down. Absolutely hands down. Um, for uh, the actual data that you get for alcohol content, uh, your CO2 levels, your temperature readings, how active everything is, the Play-Doh by far gives you more da data than what the uh, the Tilt does. So in that sense, if you're looking for data, absolutely Tilt, uh, that Tilt, but the Play-Doh should be what you use. Would I recommend it if you're doing a high uh, gravity beer where you're using a very aggressive yeast? No, I would use a Tilt just to avoid any chances of things getting broken. Or things cracking, or what, or whatnot. I do think that these devices can both be improved upon, and uh, they probably are. So this is gonna be a relatively short show, guys. So if you want, drop me a, a line, an email. If you go to go to the actual show page on Anchor, you can leave me a voice message and leave me a question and I'll answer it uh, the best I can. Uh, if I use it on the show, uh, I'll send you some maybe some stickers, some pins, and uh, maybe I might be working on some other stuff for, for some swag and, and whatnot. So uh, leave me a review of what you think. So thanks a lot for listening, guys. It's going to be a short day today. Um, I'm looking at having some more interesting people come down on the show and then just having me be the big talking head. Uh, I'm thinking about maybe trying to get someone from one of the original breweries here in Ottawa talking about organic brewing. I'm thinking about having the owner operator of a family brewery here in Ottawa called Bose All Natural. Those of us here in Canada know Bose. They're one of Canada's largest independent breweries and, uh, they are like, like, the figurehead in the craft beer movement here in Ottawa. So that's all for now, guys. Thanks for coming along for a ride and a beer or two along the way. My name's Dan, and I'll see you on the other side. 
Hey guys, thanks again for tuning in this week. If you can, leave me a review on whatever it is that you use for your uh, podcast listening, be it Apple, be it Google, be it Spotify, or whatever. Leave me a review. Let me know what I'm doing right and what I'm doing wrong. Uh, also, uh, you know, leave, let me know what you think of the Play-Doh airlock and you know, the tilt hydrometer. I'm curious to know what you think. Also, if you can, go buy my social media stuff. Check me out on Twitter. Check me out on Facebook and also Instagram. I'm usually putting some stuff up there regularly. And also, watch the Facebook page. Uh, I may be putting out some stuff about some stuff I'm thinking about doing, uh, like maybe getting some hats and pins and also maybe some shirts made. So let me know what you think. If you want a hat, shirt, or pin, that would be great. And uh, yeah, and if you drop me some uh, messages and whatnot through the Anchor uh anchor website where you can find me maybe i'll uh put your question on the air let you know what you think so thanks a lot again guys and uh hopefully i'll have you all along for the ride next time and a beer or two along the way see you on the other side